it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 205. Last month, Braha Kahan and I did a joint webinar for a program that we have coming up super soon. And today on the podcast, I have pulled some excerpts from that webinar for your listening pleasure. We talked for about an hour and a half on this webinar, including a wonderful Q&A toward the end. And I would encourage you to watch the entire webinar, which you can get to with the link in the show notes. It's onlinemusiccourseaccelerator.com. That webinar replay is going to be up only through this weekend. So if you are listening to this afterwards, be sure to go to that page anyway and see what we have there waiting for you. If it's not the webinar, it'll be something else. Now, I did cut the webinar content apart a little bit. So you're going to hear me a couple of times through the webinar recordings pop back in as I'm jumping through the content. But I hope that this helps you see that a course is not out of reach and that both Bracha and I are here to support you. And we would love for you to join us in the online music course accelerator which starts next week if you are even thinking about this definitely click the link in the show notes that takes you directly to book a call with either me or bracha book that call and then you can come back and watch the webinar afterwards and now let's just get into some of this content that we shared we're all good um okay so we are going to um, be talking about the three steps to creating and selling an online music course without being a big name or having a large following on social media or anywhere and not being a tech whiz, okay? I love technology. We all love technology to a point, but it is something that I know not everybody is super confident and comfortable with. So I want to make sure that you know you don't have to be in order for this to be successful. Um, and we're just going to go ahead and get going. And here we go. Um, okay, awesome. Okay, so here's what we're going to be covering. Um, so we're going to be talking about the three steps you need to successfully sell an online course from the get-go. So when you have these things in place from the beginning, your journey is going to be so much more faster, successful, and, you know, well, faster and more successful. I guess we can't ask for more than that. So um, the first step, we so we have three steps. We have offer. So that's like the cool the foundation of your online course is the offer. So we want a very strong offer because it's, I'm going to go more into depth of that, but because it's not just regular one-to-one -one, it has to be more specific. It has to be a stronger offer um, because it's going to be automated. It's going to be more of a product than just lessons. And then step two is how to build your course. So, you know, taking that off and actually putting it into a course 
that gets really good results and really good testimonials because as soon as you pass the initial stages of your course or your program, um, they're very similar. Um, and we'll talk a bit more about that, but let's just say course. So as soon as you get past the very initial stage of your course, you'll start to see how results and testimonials are really, well, the most important thing really, because that's what builds the momentum, that's what gets the testimonials, which makes selling way easier, well, makes selling it much more possible, much faster. And you really get happy customers that really get results from your course. And then number three is how to actually sell your course, because that, again, is, so, well, obviously, it's so incredibly important, because no one wants to do all that work and not have it, not have it sell successfully again and again and again. And again, selling it, it's kind of a cycle. Um, selling it not only does it actually you know build the business but it allows you to refine it and to get feedback on it and just have that momentum and energy to turn your online course from an idea and from a project into a thriving successful um, business okay so step number one is creating your offer now, to create your offer, we use two things. And that is, we use the 5% rule, which is my rule, and then we use the bounded rule, which is Jamie's rule. So I'm going to start with a 5% rule. Now, the 5% rule is that your course, again, it's not like lessons where you'll be teaching this and you're teaching that and you might be teaching advanced students or you might be teaching beginner students. Your course should be a product of your knowledge, not a library of your knowledge. So you want it to be 5% or less of your knowledge because that means it's straight to the point, gets a result, easy to market, easy to sell. Of course, you can add things on as you go along, but you don't want it to be this massive, crazy thing that takes students forever to go through. You want it to be a small part of your knowledge, and we're gonna give examples for this. You want it to be a small part of, your knowledge, of the knowledge that creates a really irresistible offer by being very transformational to the point and impactful. And the bounded rule, is that your course needs to be self-contained. It needs to have a beginning, a middle, and an end with measurable results, quick wins, and help to develop long-term skills. What this all means is that we need to have a milestone at the end of the course. Everybody who goes through the course and completes it will be able to do X, Y, or Z, whatever that might be. And then there's the journey through the program, which takes us kind of back to the beginning, which is what is the minimum level that they need to be at in order to be able to achieve the result at the end? That's, those are the bound, bounds, the beginning and the end. And then throughout that journey, we are helping them have quick wins. So they keep coming back to the course, they keep learning, they keep working on the process and they develop the long-term skills that they need so that they say, wow, that program was worth it. 
wow, Jamie is a great teacher. Wow, you know, I'm not even looking at the participant list right now. So that's the only reason why I used my own name. But wow, like we want them to say, wow. Okay, that's what the bounded rule allows us to do. So here are a few examples, but these are very small examples. And you will notice that we have a market. What I mean by the market is part of the bounded rule. You want to know where they're starting at. So are they beginner? Are they advanced? Are they intermediate? Are they advanced? Are they teachers? Are they students? Are they parents for their kids? So you want to know the start place. So here are different examples for that. So because the, to create a competitive safe offer, a competition safe offer, you want it to be, like we said, very powerful and really give a specific kind of person a very transformational result. And so some example is piano for retirees, practice technique and for career musicians. So this is for a specific market, not just anyone, but for musicians that have a career of their practice. Guitar improv, and that can be for beginners or intermediate or advanced, get into music school for high school saxophone players. Um, my course is actually course for beginner um, pianists. And those are just a few examples I can think on there's there's so many more those are just a few examples of creating and these again are are even you know a bit more brief examples but when you go deeper and you look at your passion and what you're good at you can make them even stronger than that these are just some examples but you can get that idea yeah and i have one other example which is you know sight reading for somebody who already knows how to play the guitar. Sight reading or learning how to read the bass clef when you've been playing a treble clef instrument. I mean, like, think about, think outside the box. Don't have to think, like, like Raha said, it's the 5% rule. If there is something that you excel at, that you love to do, that you don't always have time to do with your students, that's something else to really think about as putting as a self-contained course is something that you love to teach, but don't always get to in your lessons. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And you'll see in our, you'll see later on how doing it like that makes it so um, makes it a very powerful offer and you can sell it in different ways as you go through the process. Okay, so this is how you create a transformational offer by having these things. So the 5% rule and the bounded rule. And when you get really clear on those, you can create a really, really powerful offer. Okay, I'm popping back in here. We went in a little bit more detail and shared some case studies and things like that right there um, when we were talking about the offer. Then we get into the build process. And you're going to jump back in to the webinar where I am discussing our scale method. Let's talk about systems. Systems are the best way to be efficient. They are the step-by-step processes that we do manually that later on you can set up to do with a software tool. I always want a system to be done manually before we begin to automate it. And what I mean here is simple things like email, 
Okay. Email is such a vital part of, um, and email marketing is such a vital part of an online course. You don't have to start with ConvertKit on day one. You can manually write the emails out in Gmail or whatever your favorite email client is and get those out to your students. And then once you kind of have the right emails in place, then we can come back and automate. But you have to realize that, oh, my students need a reminder three days after they sign up. My students want to get, you know, feedback, like a kudos after they finish a, finish a module. And those are the kind of systems that we're going to be able to start to implement. Okay. Um, so that was S. Now C is clarity. We kind of have been talking about this a lot already. Refine, refine, refine until you can clearly communicate what it is that your course is going to help your students accomplish. My favorite person to use as a litmus test is your mother. I run so much of what I do by my mom, who is not techie at all. If I can explain to her what it is that I help my clients do, and she's like, Jamie, I get it. I know that I'm going to be able to explain it to somebody who's in the space that I want to attract. Other people are people like me and Braha, you know, trusted advisors, mentors, coaches, confidants, um, anybody like that, and peers. And then students, your students, they already trust you. So if you have an idea that you want, that, that they'd be ideal for, definitely run it by them. Once we know that we are clearly articulating what it is that we have and we want to create, it is going to be so much easier to build it out. Okay. The learning experience. Okay. The student always comes first. I feel like I want to say, repeat after me. What do they need to learn? How do they learn best? What's going to keep them engaged and excited to keep coming back? And how do they know that they're doing it right? We want to build this for their success. Remember, we have that beginning, that middle, and that end. If we are building it so that the student always gets to the end because we have given them the experience that they want and, the, and they feel like the course is supporting them, then we're able to truly deliver a product that we can be proud of, that they are going to create the raving testimonials about and all of that stuff. So really thinking about what does the student need at every stage of the course. And this could be for a course that's, you know, five modules long or 50 modules long. It doesn't matter. It's still what is the learning experience for that student. And then we have excitement, okay? Your energy needs to come through the screen. I'm sitting down right now and I have practiced so many times getting my energy to the right space in a seated, seated position. But I will tell you that sometimes I will prop my computer up maybe like a foot high because I'm pretty short um, and actually stand in front of the camera. Standing up changes. You know this as, you know, especially if you are a singer, 
you know the difference between singing when you're seated and singing when you're standing. Same thing when we're projecting and getting ourselves through the camera into the screen. We want to do everything that we can to showcase our expertise and our excitement and our authority and standing up, being animated. Don't be afraid to use your hands. I'm only using one because I've got Reno the puppy sleeping on my other arm right now, as you will probably know um, if you watch me for any length of time, he's pretty much always on my lap. But that's part of showing my personality, right? Like that just like created a connection between us. I shared that I have the puppy sleeping on my lap. That's okay. You want people to connect and to be excited and everything else. Now, if you notice, we did S-C-L-E. We kind of skipped the A. It's not in order because automation is how we are going to tie all of this together. I alluded it to, I alluded to it right at the beginning when I was talking about email marketing and using that email automation system. It also comes in the form of drip content on your learning platform. It comes with scheduling software. It comes with creating your social media calendar. It comes with a lot of things. Once we know what we're doing, the A, the automation is the way we truly, truly scale and put things on autopilot. Okay. That is the scale method. Okay. I'm jumping back in again. I decided that you've kind of got enough of a taste of what we shared in the webinar that you can make a decision if you want to learn more. And so I am going to leave step three, which is the sales process and our bonus step for you to watch in the webinar itself. Again, go to onlinemusiccourseaccelerator.com to sign up to watch that webinar. I hope that this episode has inspired and got you thinking about your next online course, your first online course, and making that wildly successful. That is what this accelerator program that Bracha and I have put together is designed to do. One of my personal goals is to see every participant in the accelerator at least double their investment by the end of June. I believe that is possible and likely for everybody who has joined us already, everybody that we are in conversation with, and I want to be in conversation with you. So go to the link in the show notes and book that call with me so that we can see if Online Music Course Accelerator is the right program for you right now. We're starting soon and I cannot wait to have a chat with you. I will be back with a solo episode next week on the podcast. Until then, I hope that 2022 has started started off really well for you.